welcome, welcome, welcome to Unstoppable Consciousness, friends and family and all kinds of other people in between. How are you doing today? I want to, I'm very excited about today's show. I have a fellow clairvoyant on the scene today. Clara B, welcome to the show. She's a clairvoyant and a holistic practitioner. We're going to talk about elevation, consciousness, and everything else that we can come up with uh, to share. I want to make sure that people understand the power of your work and the power of this consciousness reality that we're living in and how so important it is for the world at this time. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the show. Lovey, I'm so happy to have you here. Thank you. Happy to be here. Mm, me too. I'm like, this is going to be fun. Oh, yeah, this is going to be Very fun. Excited. Yeah, I, you know, so I know you're an entrepreneur and, you know, you've had to build your business and, and share your gifts to the world. And so I really want to start with this conversation about how did you know about your gifts? Like what pushed you to be in a position where you're an entrepreneur in this business of helping people heal and helping people find transitions and transformations and using your gifts to do it. Like, what was your call? I, I love, love talking about how did it happen? Because usually it's a complex scenario. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Well, you know, um, I, I've always been very inquisitive uh, in my mind, very curious person by nature. Um, mm. I guess that's the Scorpio in me. Oh, but yeah. <laughs> uh, I always love to kind of uh, look in depth in topics and find new things that are a little bit different than the norm and what's mm -hmm. presented to us. And so I've always had that mind. But uh, my journey actually began when one of my friends uh, had introduced me to the school called uh, NHC. Here in I remember that one. <laughs> yeah, it was such a beautiful school. And it's unfortunately closed now. But that was like my safe haven like it was a such a beautiful yeah. place to go to yeah. and when I when I was presented with that it was kind of like well Clara you kind of look like you'd be interested in this maybe you should just come and check it out and the school had many different topics that they would teach um from massotherapy to natural therapy to um energy works like so really big uh, variety and that's mm -hmm. what I loved about it and I started actually with um a course called healer heal thyself Oh, nice. And, and when I started, uh, I remember my teachers would say things about the course and I would feel like they were so vague in the way that they would say things. And I was <laughs> like, what are they talking about? I came from a very logical, skeptical mind, you know? Yep. And it's like, it can't just be yes. It was never like a yes or a no. Everything was a, well, why don't you try and see? And why don't we like, you know, and I was like, what? These people don't know what they're talking about. And, mm -hmm. and so it's like my journey started there to actually dive in deeper and to see like the duality of this world and to see uh, the nuances and to see that it's not necessarily about having answers, but it's actually about the journey of it. Right. Mm -hmm. So it kind of started from that. But when I was younger, also, I, I, I had a huge imagination or perception. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I used to see a lot of things around me that would scare me. Um, mm -hmm. and no one around me believed me. It was, oh, you know, you're a kid, you're, it's your imagination. It's kind of yeah. like most people. And, uh, so when I got into these courses, some of those courses were also about energy work. I started doing that, which I absolutely loved, you know, cause it's like, why, if we have all of these abilities within us, why are we not mm -hmm. using this? Why is this not popular? Why is this not, everybody needs to know this. Why isn't okay. it out there? So it, it was just so fascinating for me. And there was also a course on clairvoyance. And that 
literally did not interest me. I was like, I was like, I don't believe in this. This is not for me. This is fortune telling. I don't, I don't care for it. But I did the course anyway because I wanted to accumulate credits. So I was like, okay, I'll do it. And I remember going into it and my, my teacher going like, wow, you read like so fast. I'm like, no, <laughs> I'm like, no, no, this is, this is totally me making this up. And, and, and she goes, no, no, you don't understand. You're, you're reading very clearly and very fast. And so she started peeling me up with higher level people. And they were like, no, you're really good. And I'm like, mm, I don't, I don't know. I don't think so. I think this is just, you know, one of those things that's, uh, you know, your belief, it's not mine. And <laughs> it took me so long. And, it, and then we had to do case studies to finish the course. And it was like, okay, uh, people would come and okay, I'm going to do a reading strangers. I don't even know them. So I would do a reading, but really nonchalantly, like I really didn't care for it too much. Yeah, yeah. I just wanted the credits. <laughs> so I was like, you know, my skeptical mind, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and the rational mind that needs results. So they would come and be like, oh my God, that was so good. Could you read my mom too? And could you read my brother? I'm like, guys, no, no, I, I really don't want to do this. Please, please, please. Fine. And so it started by me always saying, fine, I'll do it. I'll do it. And then <laughs> the next thing you know, I have this, I'm back to uh, like, I, I'm basically full three months ahead of time. Uh, I'm doing my IT job, which is what I was doing before. Yeah. Uh, I was doing IT job in the day and <laughs> energy Everyone's work. At night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So so, and it, it took me a long time to trust um, the process because, uh, and I see this often in society, we're so skeptical. It, everything is yeah. like facts and science and it needs to be right in front of you. Mm -hmm. Whereas life doesn't work that way. No. Life doesn't work with that kind of stuff because we think, oh, we know, you know, but there's a big difference between information and, mm -hmm. and knowledge. Mm -hmm. Knowledge is, it can only come from the source. Knowledge can only come from the universe, from the source of creation. Yep. Information is just information that we gather through our own, you know, science or observation or, or whatever. That's right. But yeah. even the facts that we know are not even facts because they can all be disproved. Um, mm -hmm. there's, there's just so much that we try to understand with our minds, but our minds are not meant to understand things, uh, about life and creation. We're not programmed to be knowing that that only comes through the heart connection mm -hmm. to the universe. Mm -hmm. So if we're connected to that, to that universe, then we're receiving that knowledge and the information is just this, you know, 3d in this 3d realm. That's uh, right. And it gives us a sense of comfort and it's just for that. Well, while everything is, there's actually no sense of stability in this realm at all, but we create these scenarios that give us a sense of comfort or foundation or something to hold on to. Mm -hmm. And this is not a reality, actually, you know, actually everything is malleable and change, changing, constantly moving. Uh, so, uh, yeah, so it was a big paradigm shift for me. And it took me years of just going deeper and deeper into this. And the more I went deeper, the more my, my uh, abilities developed things I never knew I could do started to happen to my body, healing myself, uh, you know, mm -hmm. just, just beautiful, just beautiful, uh, opening. So mm -hmm. I was just a regular person. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You're like, Oh, and I bumped into my purpose. Wow. Okay. 
curiosity brought me, you there right it That's found so me special. i really was like i said i was not interested in clairvoyance i thought it was just hocus pocus stuff and it was like yeah. uh, anybody could just create something and if the mind believes it then you know it's gonna you know i would make up these things in my mind until miraculous things would happen and i would still deny the miraculous things <laughs> yeah. to find like for it and at some point something in me is like okay clara you gotta give it up like give it up <laughs> this is this yeah. is another level stuff and you yeah. cannot use uh, the the um, very humanistic ways of seeing something mm -hmm. that is beyond that's right. above and beyond humanity oh. above and beyond the everything that we see around us yeah it's so funny like so i like i first of all i love hearing what you're saying because you know i'm we're similar in the way like i i was like uh no like really i'm not doing this because like i grew up similar to you and I, I was like i could see all this stuff and i was like i don't like this stuff that i see so i just don't want anything to do with it i would have premonitions and things started to and then you're just like how do you deal with this realm of consciousness that's finding you and showing you and then like how do you make sense of it and deliver it to people to help them you know because oftentimes people are afraid this has been my work and I'm, I'm sure you have this experience as well like clients will come and they're terrified of their own power they don't realize how unbelievably aware they could be of guidance that's available by going in by releasing um, the obstacles that prevent them from hearing them their own selves their own levels of consciousness and so I find this so interesting because the conversation, like when I could talk to somebody who gets all that, I always get excited because it's like, you're, you're helping people turn the key onto what they already are that they don't realize they are. Right. So I'm, I'm curious about sharing with the audience, like what are some of the, the baseline work that you do? Like really, like, what does a person do? Like, where do they start shifting their perception and their consciousness? Because as a healer and as an energy person, the work you're doing, I understand it. I work with you too. And you're amazing, absolutely extraordinary and, and phenomenally able to connect some dots and make sense of stuff for people. But like often people don't know how to be empowered themselves. So Although they need an expert in the field or they want to work with somebody like yourself, they're like, okay, like I need the extra support. There's also like they, we have to, as a community of souls, find our way back to our center point and find our way back or open the doors to this third dimension through ourselves. Like to me, that is the key to consciousness raising, right? It's like when we unlock our own doors, we open that conscious portal, which actually brings the energy around us, which we can then spread out in the world a little bit more deeply, right? What if this, some of the things that you find really help people to start that process of like, Hey, you're an energy being, let me help you figure out how to bring that into your world. Mm -hmm. Apart from you're healing them, you're helping them understand releasing obstacles and blocks. But like, what do you suggest a person start with? Like, what do they do at this point? Like, we have a new person listening going, you guys sound amazing. Like, what the heck? How did you find your purpose? Like, that's unbelievable. What do we tell them? How could they start? Yeah, that's a really good question, actually. And uh, I think it's uh, something that everybody should at least be inquisitive about, um, even if it's not necessarily uh, something you want to actively do. I think it's really worth it to discover that part of you uh, coming up to surface but you know the way I always say it is like it's so hard for oneself to sometimes gain clarity because of the mm -hmm. mind yeah. and the thought patterns the belief systems that are taking over right. and kind of uh, taking the wheel on certain things or keeping us in these rigid cycles 
And when we're in it, we don't often see it. And it's always like easier for somebody outside of ourselves to be able to say, hey, look what's going on here. Because you're, when you're in that cycle, you may not see that that's what's happening, but somebody mm -hmm. from the outside will be able to check it out and see, okay, well, this is what's going on. So this is why I like my clairvoyance. When I do the clairvoyant work, mm -hmm. I use it almost like a tool to say, okay, what do you need to know right now? That's right. What is it that needs mm -hmm. to come to surface in terms of what is not functional in you anymore? Mm -hmm. What are your strengths and weaknesses? What is it that you are not seeing and you keep repeating all the time? Uh, you know, all of these, like all of these different elements about you that you need to kind of be um, acknowledging and seeing so that when you know it, you go, oh, okay. Mm. So now I have some sort of a direction of where I can start with and where I can go with this. So it helps to have someone from the outside. It doesn't have to be a clairvoyant. It could just be a friend even to say, hey, you know what? I've noticed that this has been going on a lot with you. You're in this mm. relationship. You keep attracting the same type of guy mm. over and over again. <laughs> Different face. <laughs> you know, how, it's so weird how it's copy pasted the same guy, all the, what, what's going on here? Yeah. Oh, is this something that has a problem? You know, is this a problem that has to do with um, your relationship to your father? Is this mm. you seeking your father in other men? Mm. What is going on here? So, you know, like completing the voice. So, so it's a little bit of like, the energetic world um, to, to be able to kind of gauge where the energy is at, but mm -hmm. also the psychological world to be able to give perception um, and, and perspective on what exactly is happening uh, mm. psychologically, neurologically in sure. your mind. So it's really, that's why I say I do holistic work because holistic means we're looking at all angles physical, emotional, mental, spiritual, so that all of that, when we, when we look at it as the bigger picture, then we can see, oh, okay, I see why uh, this person has this illness and behaves this way in this relationship because they're all related to this root. So that's what we we're doing here. Mm -hmm. um, and I think it's not necessarily you need someone, you can do this self work, but I, like I said, it's harder because the mind of gets hurt. But what I would suggest for people is to start writing write about your daily emotions, write about what's going on. Mm. How do you deal with things or mm. ask yourself the question when you talk to someone or argue with someone, why did I say that? What made me say that? Mm. What am I uh, waiting as a result? Or what is my underlying message? Look, yeah. So when you're angry at somebody, for example, and you say, you didn't do this or you didn't do that, but that's not what they're actually mad at. What's the underlying message? Well, the underlying message is maybe you are not giving me enough attention. Mm. I need more attention from you. Mm -hmm. So, you know, like just writing and noticing these things or just noticing as we're talking and asking yourself, okay, why did I say it like that though? Why did I use this intonation when I said it? Why did I walk away from the situation? You know, do I always walk away when it gets difficult? I love it. Yeah. You know, so questioning, questioning everything. And unfortunately, the schooling establishments it's it hasn't been doing a great job in my opinion to tackle some of these topics of uh, understanding the self knowing your emotions knowing what's feeling what's being felt in the body everything is so cerebral and academic that we forget about that other part of us that is yeah. there and then we get people in their 20s and their 30s going like um, I don't know <laughs> what's happening with my life. 
I, I don't know where I'm going. I don't know what I'm doing. Nobody he's, is here to guide me in mm -hmm. any way. But yeah, and, they, and they've lost their guidance system too because of that arrangement of learning. Exactly. Yeah. There's nobody holding their hand and it gets, it starts to get scary. And especially when a lot of the things are happening in a repetitive way, the universe right. has a way of showing it, it to you in a more intensified way. So mm -hmm. the first time you don't get it, well, it's getting more intense. The second time you don't get it, it's getting even more intense. So yeah, you're like, excuse me. Uh, yeah, this is, this is what the problem is. Get over, come, come look at it. Yeah. Uh, and usually I get my, my clients who come are the people who have like hit the wall. They're like, I tried everything. I mm -hmm. did everything. Nothing is working. I'm stuck in this. What do I do? Where do I go? A doctor can't help me. Psychologist can't help me. Uh, no, nobody's able to help me. I've gone to all of them. So where do I go? And this is where I feel this work is so important. Yeah. And teaching people how to um, learn about themselves, how to know who, who they are. Who is this body? People don't even know every part of their body yet. That's, isn't so it crazy? Yeah. They don't know. They don't know. Like, uh, do, if I tell you right now, do you know what the bottom of your foot looks like? probably not really right yep. <laughs> or if i tell you how many freckles do you have on your arms can you tell mm -hmm. me you know mm -hmm. we don't observe we we yeah. don't take the time because everything is about go 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 do 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 accomplish but it was never about the destination it was yeah. never about that it was just about the journey how can i be incredibly present in mm. every single moment and everything that i do that's what's key to, to this I love it. And you know, like you guys just go back and listen to those questions and write them down. Because at the beginning, when you started saying how you focus on an individual, when you're bringing that perspective of energy and like clairvoyancy and helping them find what is some of the root causes of what they're going through your approach, which is why I, I, I absolutely adore you is like, you're not esoteric. You're like, this is real and your energy is real and you're real and you have to observe yourself. Really, you have to be serious and sincere and realistic. And when you start observing through truth questions, which I find like the, especially the four states state questions that you brought up that you focus on when you're starting your intentional questions that you're looking at when you're going to work with a client, you guys take those and do that with yourself. Those are very powerful, powerful questions because people don't ask themselves anything anymore. No. They're used to going, they don't know how to hunt anymore. They don't know how to get their own food. They don't know how to think for themselves. They're like, we're so programmed. Disabled. And disabled. God, it's crazy, right? So truth-seeking questions, taking initiative. I think that is so key. And I love what you said. And I love the questions you dropped because that's really powerful. Because when you're doing it from an energy perspective, and I, I can share that, like I understand that because that, I'm very similar in how I approach something. What's the highest perspective that I can gain and give the person that will, will change, make that impact and make a change because people always know their truth. So sometimes we forget that you have the power to ask questions. And when you hit a roadblock because you can't get an answer, then yes, you're going to need that support, but don't be so disabled, right? That you don't plug into the fact that you can ask really important, valuable questions of yourself. You know what I mean? Like that's huge. Cause I think people in general don't do that anymore. They don't realize they have, they, they have choices. They don't realize that they have curiosity that can lead them to like total transformation. And in, in seconds, they're like, you know, performing, they're performing, they're performing, but on, in whose conditions? Exactly. You know, it's not their own anymore. It's like the world's conditions. And this is what you have to do every day. And this is how you have to show up. 
So it's so important. Like I love this conversation of consciousness around like being curious and taking power back, like taking your own power back through, through focus, through intention, through caring, you know, through like, and I, and I hear what you're saying, which is for me, super clear. Like when I work with somebody, I, the most important thing is my intent to help them make a transformation clearly. You know what I mean? And so it's amazing. The other thing I love about you is like, you're not woo woo. Like, and not that I mind woo woo, everybody don't freak out. I am woo woo too, but it's more about like consciousness and empowerment is, is it's a system. It's a reality. It's the way that we focus. We use our rational ability to focus on the results we're looking for and asking the right questions and having this sincere approach. Like I really care about how I'm living and the things that hurt me and how I'm functioning that's like a state of grace to me. It's just like, you know, cause I think when we're kids, that's what we do naturally. Yes. We see how we relate to the world. We see, we listen to everything. We're not listening to like the one thing we're listening to everything. And that's how we collect our data. But yeah. when you're programmed, don't do, don't do that. Focus on this and focus on society and focus on shopping and focus, like we lose that natural state. Yes. You know what I mean? Uh, so I, I mean, I think it's such an amazing and valuable and important conversation. You know what I mean? Because you're like the cool clairvoyant to me. You're like, yeah, this is real. And you know, your energy imprints, when we tune into them, there's so much guidance. Because there's, there's so much so, stuff. There's been just so much um, taboo about uh, clairvoyant work or energy yeah. work because they all like have already these pre-made things and it's all symbolism as well you know it's, it's right. in the consciousness the collective consciousness but in reality uh if you look at the new age spirituality i mm -hmm. know i understand every single person who is woo, -woo because the woo, woo people are the ones who are like this um these shackles of society yeah. i don't want to be in them anymore that's right and i want to be freed from that so but the problem is that they go to the other extreme that's right and what ends up happening is like okay now we're shifting from that end of the extreme to this end of the extreme but it's still it's still not balanced so it becomes an escape mechanism well i don't want to deal with this so i'm just going to escape into spirituality everything is love and light yes everything is love and light mm -hmm. but do you understand the significance of love and do you understand the significance of light mm. it's not just words we're saying That's they have right. meaning to it and so when you can bring grounding to the spiritual realm and it's not that you are getting there because you want to escape a certain situation but instead mm. you look at the situation well i'm going to go through this i'm going to yeah. deal with this and i'm going to deal with the inner demons that come out mm -hmm. um, all the self-critical uh, part of me mm -hmm. all the negative shadow side of me that is yeah. surfacing working through that you get to that light you get to, right. to that extreme mm -hmm. so not to that extreme but that to that balance instead of that extreme yeah. so it's really important for even um the new age movement or the spiritual work to come back to that balance it's not too much of this and it's not too much of that it needs to be in the middle because we are both we are the inner masculine and feminine aspects. That's right. You know, and, and when you were talking about the clients coming and being afraid of their own powers, that's, that's interesting right. too. But why are they afraid? Because they don't, they don't know how to surrender. Everything, everybody has told them in their lives, it was, was to do how to do something mm. and, and why to do it. And you got to do it like this. And you better do it in this time frame. They were always given mm. everything. And so when you're mm -hmm. given everything, it disables you. 
That's right. And, and by the way, for anyone listening disabled, I know that word is a little um, trigger word for some people, but I, I'm using yeah. it and really like uh, removing your ability to right. be naturally what you are and to be who you are, mm. you know? So uh, the, in this society, especially the ones that are like really developed societies, it's all about money and power and, you know, get to the top. But life is not about this at all. No. It, it's not. It's can I just be in this moment? Can I just be in this moment and appreciate what this moment has to bring for me? You know, and it's about um, even if it looks scary, if, if it looks scary to dive into those realms and say, well, I don't know if I open my third eye. I've had mm. this question a lot. What will happen to me yeah. if I open the third eye? What will happen? What if I see things that is, is really overwhelming me? And the answer is very simple. You cannot get or see or feel anything that you cannot handle ever. Mm -hmm. Because the law of the universe is how you resonate is what is returned back to you. Mm -hmm. So if you're, as an, if you're at radio station 95.9, yeah. well, you're gonna hear the music of that station. You're not gonna hear the music of 105.7. Sometimes you might, depending on the areas you're driving, <laughs> there might be interference, but, yeah. but normally there is nothing that life will give you mm -hmm. that you cannot handle. Yeah. So with knowing that it gives you a little bit more confidence to say, you know what, I'm going to just surrender. I'm going to allow this. And if you have the proper tools also to say, well, I know how to control this as well. If it's too much, I'll shut it off. It's all intention guys. That's it's right. all intention and will. If you intend that I don't want to see it like this, you will not see it like this. That's right. You are in control. That's right. So this is all about empowering us ourselves so that we can get in touch with our deeper um, abilities and those abilities as a collective will elevate us to even higher realms. Mm. I still feel like we're pretty dormant right now. It's just now that we're starting to to wake yeah. up and we haven't even scratched the surface yet that's right i'm with you on that 100 it's very clear like we're still fighting to get out of like one certain reality as a species exactly. you know what i mean that we've created like we created yeah. this reality and now we're like observing it and recognizing oh you know maybe we need to we need to focus on another elevation system because i feel that you know we're born with this innate ability yeah. And then we unlearn it. And then, you know, we, we were taught all kinds of stuff that doesn't really resonate with our natural capacity as a, hum as a human spiritual being. You yes. know what I mean? So I love this conversation. It's very important and critical because people do not know what you're saying, that they had the intentional uh, capacity to do whatever, mm -hmm. to turn things off, to turn them on to focus on higher level goals, to change themselves, to transform themselves, to say yes to a healer who can help them because you have to have a yes on their side. Like, you know, like uh, it's, it's technically impossible to heal somebody who doesn't want to receive it. And this is what we don't understand. Like we don't realize that, you know, why is this always happening to me? Partly because you're willing to receive it because you don't realize your intentionality, some of the issues you grew up with, what's locked in your subconscious is basically magnetizing to you to bring you back to wholeness, trying to show you like, is this really what you want? Cause this is what you're calling. Is this really what you want? Cause this is what you're calling. Like, I don't think this is what you want. Cause you keep asking for that incredible relationship, but you keep showing up to saying yes to a certain type of person. It's like the map of the universe is always trying to say to us, okay, this is where we're at right now. Mm -hmm. Or this is where you're at right now. Is this what you really want? This is the wonderful, incredible opportunity of intentional building and, yeah. and understanding, right? 
So I love this. And I think like the other thing I want to talk with you about in particular is about the energy system. And like, so people maybe misunderstand energetics. They don't understand the power of, you know, um, how energy is propelled and how their energy is constantly trying to communicate, which is how your work works. So me too. It's like, I'm able to tune into the unseen potential uh, wisdom that's sitting there you know, or the obstructions that are sitting there and that a person is having trouble seeing, they're just seeing the side effects. Like my life is like this. So I see the side effects, but there's an energy disposition as well. Is there anything, first of all, I want to talk about how you zero in on that. And I think what, you know, you do, which is really wonderful is you, you bring practical insight. You're not just saying, okay, here, here's the thing. And you're also helping people release the energy obstacles and helping them understand it so they can make sense of it and then shift it. So yeah. you're supporting the shift and then you're helping them support the shift, right? Yeah. We can say it like that. Yeah. So tell me about, talk to me about energy, your perception of energy, because it's really a very important question. Like we've proven that everything is energy, but we don't fully understand that we are energy. And you guys listening, I want you to know, he really listened to this because as an energy being, you have so much knowledge at your disposal. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So what's the, what's the thing that people can understand about how to start to listen to that, not just wait for the results. Like I'm waiting for the results. So you're saying like they can journal, they can, they can explore themselves, which will help them identify. Are there other things that they can do to look at and from an energetic perspective, perspective, what are they creating in their reality and in themselves? Is there any tips you would give people about that? Like, what can they do? Yeah. And I think, the basis of understanding how energy works is that everything is energy and everything mm-hmm. is light. Okay. Mm-hmm. The, the Holy Trinity that we call is electricity, dielectricity, and magnetism. Those yes. three always are working together. That's everything, right. everything you see in existence is working with that, with those mm-hmm. dynamics. Yeah. If you look at a chair, a chair is energy. If you look at a body, a body is energy. If you mm-hmm. look at air, air is energy. Everything you literally are looking at is energy, mm-hmm. but we don't see it like that. We see it as like rigid substances, but it's energy that has a certain vibration. Slower vibrations will become mm-hmm. physical, whereas higher vibrations will become uh, like air. You can't you can right. go through it, right? Mm-hmm. So, so it's all different dynamics of light. This is all, everything you see is a projection from that light. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's, that might be a whole different topic to talk about, <laughs> about, the, about how all of this is illusion and all of this is a, a whole, yeah, this whole, it's, this whole life is illusion. This is all theatrics. It's not, nothing is really real. Um, and this, because, because the source is light and everything projected from the light is the image of light. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so anyway, that's a whole other I got topic. you. It's okay. It's a good drop in. <laughs> well, I'll get you back on, talk more about that. A great drop in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so when you understand that, you understand the malleability of things. We understand that if I want to change something, it's not because most people will look at it and be like, well, no, it has never worked for me. It's just luck. This person's lucky, and that's why these things happen right. to them. You know, I, I work hard. I do everything the way I'm supposed to do it, but none of this ever happens to me, but it's the equivalent of this. It's it's like saying I ordered something online to my house and I believe I ordered it. Okay. But when it comes here, my door is closed and I say, well, I never got it. Right. 
Well, why? Because my skeptical mind mm-hmm. is continuously feeding me this belief system right. that you're not going to get it. Even though I want it, you're not going to get it because underlying mm-hmm. that want, there is a blockage there. There is a belief system yeah. disabling you from accessing what you are trying to manifest into your life. Mm-hmm. So it's not just about, oh, I'm going to say it and it's going to happen. It's about, first of all, is it yeah. in alignment with you? Is it in alignment with you? Is it really what you want? Because some people will say, I want money. Yeah. Well, what do you want the money for? What is it really you want? That's right. Is it freedom? Mm. Is that what it is? Yeah. Or is it, is, it, is it that you want to buy a, a, a new house? Well, why are you manifesting money? Manifest house. Manifest the house. Maybe you don't need money to get the house. Maybe right. somebody in your family... Uh, is passing it down to you. Maybe you don't, you know what I mean? Like go to the core of what is it that you want? Mm-hmm. Sorry, the topic shifted into manifesting. That's okay. You know? <laughs> I like it. I like it. We're good. <laughs> yeah. But um, in, in energetic practice, um, we are made of energy and we have these energetic centers within our body. Um, right. But the entire body is made of light. Okay. Mm-hmm. Everything is light. So even what we see as something physical and tangible, it's all light. So when you know how to work with light and how to mm-hmm. manipulate light, then you can change and shift anything. Anything is possible in this realm. Mm-hmm. Whatever is not possible is due to our own limitation of our belief systems. You know? Um, so what, what was, um, did I answer the question? What was you the- did, you did. It's to, for the first is the conceptualization of what we need to understand from an energy perspective. Yeah. And it's important you guys that you're listening and you're like, okay, so everything has energy, which means like you're a, you're a magnetizer all the time. You know what I mean? Whether, and if you stay in a subconscious state around that, what you're magnetizing, it's really hard for you to get where you want to go. So what I understand you're saying second is you need to have clarity about what it is that you're trying to get to what you're trying to create. So the clarity, the true clarity, like, is it really money or is it the house? Yeah. You know, what is it that you really want? You know, you want clarity about yourself. You want to be released and be more free. And it doesn't have to be just tangible things that you can work in your energy system because your energy, like to my understanding from, from my experiences, the energy system is constantly explaining our obstructions through what it calls towards it. And even like, pain and, and, you know, like uh, things in the body, our representation often of our own constrictions on the inside, our own limits on the inside. So you're, you know, I'm listening to you and I'm like, you're, you do holistic practice to help people and you do energy work to help them understand what's happening to them to release that energetic blockage. And then they still have to figure out how to show up to that change. So yeah. that's interesting. Cause you also are a coach guiding them on some level too, to say, okay, now we've done this. What's the next phase of growth for you? Because you guys like you can, and this is what I've noticed in my practice, because, you know, I share being a clairvoyant with you. I've had so many people over the years be like, just tell me what to do and fix it. I'm like, tell me, tell me that I'm going to get what I want. And trying to explain that you guys, this is, you don't get what you want because a clairvoyant says so. You get what you want because you've created the energetic mapping to call that into your life and you're ready to receive it. Mm-hmm. right a clairvoyant just helps us helps identify where you are what maybe you have at another level of resources inside yourself because you know as a clairvoyant 
and I've worked with you a bit, I know your gifts. It's like, you're looking at levels. You're not looking at one isolation thing that a person is saying in this dimension, I want money. No, we're looking at money. And then all the other obstructions that go along with that or all the other support that comes along with that in a person's frequency and their energetic dynamic, whether it's in the, the, the subconscious or it's in the belief system or it's in wherever it is as a component of the person. And it's so important because that and everything is energy for sure. Your subconscious is, is releasing energetic imprints out there. Your brain is, you're consciously focusing on, there's so much going on. And what I try to explain to people over and over again, it's like, you do not ask your body what it's doing. In general, you just have a state of trust that you're in your body's breathing for you. It's walking for you, you know, but you're still consciously deciding what to do. And then the body shows up to it. There's no difference from your desired goals as a soul or as a person or transformations that you want to make or things that you desire. There's no difference. Yeah. It's just that the system doesn't, isn't, it's not plugged in anymore. Somehow we've unplugged ourselves, just like what you said before too, about the body. I think that's very important. Like people today don't know how their body functions. They don't even know what's happening. They don't know how the messages are being sent. We just take it for granted that that's what's happening. So we don't necessarily honor the temple. And learn to listen to it with this exquisite ear that gives so much more about what's needed, where we are, what's like obstructed, uh, what to be grateful for. Like there's so many things to be grateful for, how much the body is just holding the space for our soul and our consciousness to like deliver itself to the world. Like these are things for me that I, that I hold so deep in my heart. And I think just that perceptive change, like this is how you could think you guys from here on and you could start thinking the way we're talking about right and the way Claire is explaining it like you can look at yourself in this way. And what a great springboard for the rest. Exactly. You know you're an energy being you're made of light let's see how your lights functioning, you know what I mean is there some shadow is it dim is it really moving is it grooving and then self awareness like coming in like come in right Absolutely. come in and and mm. also accountability. Yes. That's, that's the reason when most people, like you were saying, that come and say, well, yes. do it for me. No, because mm -hmm. if you do it, then you're disempowering them. That's because right. and this is the danger of also um, clairvoyance or coaches or whatever, mm -hmm. because it can also become very addictive. That's right. Where the person is not doing anything. They're just coming to you, showing up, saying, okay, clear me. That's right. I, well, we can do it. But am I helping you? No. What I'm doing is perpetuating the problem. That's, That's what right. I'm doing. And this is why even for my clients, I tell them, I don't want you to constantly come to me. I don't want you to come to me. I want you to come to me when you have tried everything and you're at that block. Right <laughs> you know? yeah. Don't go, don't come to me because, oh, you know, you're starting to feel a little, you know, no, you, you need to be working on yourself. You are accountable for your life. Mm. You are accountable for this body. And it's scary for people. Cause again, we don't have the tools. Nobody taught us how yeah. to listen. Nobody taught us how to be in that inner feminine, the mm. receptive. But if I just shut everything off and I just breathe, what happens in my body? What happens? Which parts of me are lighting up? Which parts of me are showing pain? What's going on? Why is it going on like this? Yeah. Nobody is looking at that. Nobody is going like, uh, okay, you know what? I'm going to be accountable. I'm going to deal with this myself. Why? Because it's a lot. It is a lot to deal with. And I don't blame them. It is a lot. And plus we've been stripped away from the tools. So you have all of that and you go kind of like, and this is, and I'm going to, I'm going to get real here. Yep. We're all looking for that mother or father figure. 
Yeah. That's it. So when you're finding that healer, it's like saying, oh, are you my mommy? Can mm. you take care of me now? <laughs> because we do, we do need that affection. We do not, we do need that caring. But the problem is that it has to come from us first. That's right. Everything else has to be the bonus, the cherry on the top. It can't be that we are so dependent on somebody outside of ourselves because mm. the minute that person is not there, we crumble. That's right. This, this is not how to live because then you are not honoring your soul and what you came mm, here to do. Your right. soul came here to experience life in different various ways. But mm. if you are constantly going to somebody else uh, for information, constantly somebody else doing it for you, you know, constantly for whatever it is also, not even just energy work, but constantly you going out to, to, to get, get food and buy food instead of cooking food. You going out and getting that coffee instead of you making the coffee. Mm. You getting somebody to mow your lawn instead of you mow your lawn. Mm. And not to say that we shouldn't, we shouldn't do that. We should. We could do that if it makes our life simple. But I'm saying bringing time to time that accountability to say, let me do this. Let me do mm. this and feel how this feels. And being in the present moment, not doing it while I'm thinking about what I'm going to do grocery shopping in a half an hour being present in the moment mm. when I'm cooking, looking at, you know, it's funny the other day I just ordered, um, this beautiful gluten-free, uh, rosemary and olive bread from one of my friends here. She locally makes that. Okay. And I, I just adore that bread and I opened it up and I swear I opened the loaf. It was this beautiful loaf of bread bread and I put my hands on it and mm. I started getting tears. Mm. I got, I started getting tears because all of me oh. felt so grateful oh. for the process that went into making this beautiful oh, yeah. bread. And now I'm touching it and I'm feeling it and, I, and I'm honoring the fact that the energy of this bread is going to go in my body and oh, give me so all good. the yummy nutrition that I need, you know? And so it's, it's in the little things. It's in the, mm -hmm. what you give attention to, what you give meaning to yeah. ignites. That's what magic is. That's yes. What, yes. what you give meaning and attention to. That's what ignites. So if you're giving meaning and attention to yourself and you're saying, you mm. know what? I feel like shit. My life is going downhill. I'm, I'm hit a wall, but mm. I'm just going to sit here for a second and love myself and say, wow, look at you after all of this. Look at everything I've done with yeah. all the failures, with all the successes. Mm. Look at where the hell I am right yes. now. I should be proud of myself. I'm going to celebrate I'm going to celebrate who I am as a person, mm. even if I'm not uh, at the maximum expectation of where I feel I need to be, Yeah, which is also, that's the perfectionist in us. That's also a type of neurosis, but coming back to the simplicity in this moment, how can mm. I just be here and just make everything around me as a part of myself? everything I touch, everything I see is mm. a part of me. And when that becomes a part of you, naturally you want to be responsible for it. Naturally mm. you want to take care of it and love it. So when we're, when we're distracted with our minds, we forget about this. And that's why we don't want to be responsible and love it. But when we bring attention and we notice, wow, when I do this, this doesn't feel good to me. So if I don't want to feel, if I, if I don't want to feel like this anymore, then I have to change it. I have to respect my body and respect my limitations and respect my energy. That's what it comes down to. When we can find ourselves in the little, little things, that's how slowly we, we shift 
the energy in every aspect of our life to follow that alignment. I love it. So special and extraordinary conversation. Mm. I think it's so nice to be refreshed and just re remind people of how it all starts and what foundations we, we have to start with. Because if we talk about it, honestly, like that's what we were when we were born, we were just that in the present moment, there was nothing else to do, but be in the present moment and look around and coming back to that, except deliberately being and igniting energy through gratitude and through being in the presence of everything that you're getting, you're doing, you're receiving that you're going to nourish yourself with what an unbelievable start because you know, like I'm listening to you talk and my, my hair standing on end. I mean, and, and this is like, you know, we can say, oh, that could be a simple practice, but it's not, it's meaningful. And this is how it all starts. Like if you can get into that place of present moment and see what's in front of you, we get so much more nourished by it. We hear our needs so much more deeply. We, we find this place of resonance that's so much more enlightening and advancing. You know what I mean? It's like, you're not just in your judgment, in the negative things that we think of that you've been trained to think, you know what I mean? Cause you're saying untrain yourself. Like you're used to like going at a pace and moving, I realize what's happening in your life. Mm -hmm. Realize like the impact that has happened or the miracle that happened. Like if you take a minute and you think about what's going on in your body, your possibilities, you went like your clients that went to see you to help themselves do they walk away recognizing and remembering like, good, you did that for yourself. Like ignite that gratitude and feel grateful for who you are. Like, this is like, it's like music to my ears. Absolutely. Really music to my ears. Yeah. And the more you model that also the people around you will benefit from first your yeah. energy and, and from seeing you do that, they will also start to think, well, maybe I can try this and make, mm -hmm. maybe, maybe it'll shift something in me as well. So that, that gratefulness is just so, you know, I, I, I hear often people say, yeah, well, it's easy to say, but yeah. I can't, I have this, I have so many kids I have to deal with. I have work I have to deal with. I can't because I have a, my father to take care of. He's sick and it, there's, there's a million excuses and they are excuses, even though they are valid, even though they yeah. do take up energy and space in your life. And it's beautiful. It's mm -hmm. fine. But in the end, if you cannot be there for yourself, then you cannot be there for anything else. Mm. As simple as that. And I always give this example. If my cup is not full of water, I cannot give to you. I cannot give to the other person. I cannot give to the other person. Mm. This has to be always full. Yeah. Otherwise, what am I giving? It's like, it's like going to to see somebody uh, or, or um, anybody who offers a service and, um, and the person says to you, well, you know what? Um, today I'm like 10%. I'm going to do what I do, but only 10%, you know, like not a hundred percent. Cause I can't, mm -hmm. what would you say? You would say, no, like I want, I'm here. I'm, I'm, I want the hundred percent. I don't want the 10%. Well, this is what we're constantly doing with our family members, with our friends, with ourselves. We're constantly thinking, oh, well, we have to do this. We have to give, we have to be there. We have to, but what part of you are you giving? You're giving the 10%. <laughs> and not only that, you're also harboring resentment, frustration, anger, because you're already depleted. So at some point we have to stop and be like, okay, yeah. now the focus is going to be me. Everything is going to come back to me. I'm going to work on uh, 
empowering myself, mm. bringing the energy back. If I need rest, I'm going to sleep. I'm not going to scroll on my Facebook. If I need to, if I need some uh, change of mind, I'm going to go walk outside. I'm not going to watch TV. And this is hard because it's patterns we're breaking. That's right. And it's just like, just go and do it. Don't even think about it. Just grab your coat and go do it. And, and these are the little gestures that you're going to do that's going to impact and then it's going to refresh you. So mm. when you do want to come to your kids, to your wife, to your husband, to your parents, to your work, yeah. you're coming in with a full refreshed version of you, not mm. a portion of you. Yes. You know, and that's also important because people think, well, my kids come first. No, your kids shouldn't come first. You mm -hmm. should come first. Mm -hmm. And I know it's not the conventional way of thinking, but it's true. Yeah. How can you be there for your kids if you're in a depleted state, angry, frustrated already? And what happens? You start to yell at the kid. You, some people smack their kid. Right. Some right. people discipline them. They're not listening. They're not behaving. Why are they not behaving? Why are they not listening? Because mm -hmm. I'm not present because I'm not there as that inner feminine to mm -hmm. hold that space for them to express to me what the real issue is here, mm. you know? And so, okay. but I can't do that from a depleted state because I, I don't have the patience for it. I don't have the energy for it. So yeah, that's great. And people don't realize they're depleted, right? Exactly. They don't, they don't realize, realize that. They're just mm -hmm. constantly, if you're constantly frustrated, guys, if you're constantly tired, you are depleted. That's right. Simple as that. That's right. And outside in is more important than inside out. And that's part of the ripple effect for everything around you and in your life. And it's awful because you see mothers who really just always wanted to have children, having children, then they're totally disruptive. Like yeah. it's the children are disrupting their lives. They're not happy about it. And they forgot the original true heart intention of having a child. They've lost yeah. themselves in the, all this negative imagery and, you know, this way of being that doesn't work. You know, it doesn't, it really doesn't work. The cultural pressures, the cultural belief yeah. systems, societal belief systems, yeah. and every kid should not be dealt in the same way. Oh, every yeah. kid has, needs to, we have to tune ourselves to that child. Yeah. We cannot just copy paste these mannerisms on them either. I love it. So good. And it, that's like, it doesn't matter what age, right? Exactly. It doesn't matter what age, like, cause like for sure the children are one thing and that helps them any child that we're helping have positive energetics and be nourished because we're nourished ourselves. It's the same that continues with them at any age. They, they build a certain standard of living by, by understanding presence and understanding present moment and understanding sharing and contribution and conversations that are beyond what I want. Yes. You know, it's like, what can I nourish? What can I give? How can we, the, the framework completely changes. And then we, tr we change our society because we're not thinking in the same old way, the simple, what about me? What about me way? We're like, what about everybody? Yes. Because we're nourished the, what about me comes from depletion. Exactly. It's exactly. totally a depletion mechanism for sure. Yeah, that's awesome. Exactly. So good. It's like, we need this like huge, and this is what, when people talk about uh, the the masculine the patriarchal system now starting mm -hmm. to shift into matriarchal system mm -hmm. you know because the the suppression of the feminine and all of that now is trying to be reversed and all that but this is not just in terms of the society but also within us as well we are all wanting and salivating and waiting for that mother figure to hold us to love us to take care of us because we're so depleted we're so maxed out Yes. in every way possible yep. even our parents even their parents everybody's trying to do their best 
but nobody's stopping to say, how can I do this for me first? Mm. If I can do this for me first, yep. then I can do this for others as well. Yeah. And others can benefit from it. We just I need this that. huge mother figure. <laughs> I feel like we need this huge mother figure statue that emanates this motherly energy for, for sure. everyone. But it's, it's, that's not something that's there. So it's, we have to manifest that within us. We have to summon that inner feminine and it will be scary and it, things will come up that we don't want to see. And as long as we stay in the observer, in the witness, watching it like a movie, playing itself out in front of us, mm. then we will be able to see without judgment. And then when we see, then we have the option of doing something about it. it. If we so don't good. see, we can't. If we don't see, if we're not aware, you can't. If I have, if I have a pen on the floor and I don't know that that pen is on the floor, mm -hmm. what will happen? Nothing. I can't do anything about it. I have no options. I haven't seen it. But if I have a pen on the floor and I see it, mm -hmm. then I could look at it and be like, okay, what do I do? Now I have, now I have, I have options. Do I pick it up? Do I leave it there? Do I ask somebody else to pick it up? Mm -hmm. So options only come, availability only comes when you are aware of something. So as long as you're not aware, life is just going to happen to you. That's right. You're going to feel like that. Of course, it's all resonance anyway. You're, you're, you're vibrating a certain way and it's coming back to you. And we see it as, well, life is happening to me. Mm -hmm. Whereas it's us who are the catalyst and us who are the manifestors. So if we bring that awareness and we know exactly what is in, in our alignment and what is it we want as an experience in this life, we are allowed to have that and we can manifest that. And when we manifest that, that's, it has no other choice but to come back to us. It has that's no right. other choice. I love it. Such a great point. And such a wonderful point about, you know, the, the patriarchal experience, which is all about do, 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 get what you need, get hungry, hustle, this whole energy. And then this nurturance that needs to come in. Like we know how to nurture. It's like, we are made of feminine and masculine energy. You know what I mean? It's not about male, female. It's just about how important nurturance is. Like, you know, we think about like, you know, parents as an example, healthy parents that are evolved and you have to have both sides. You have to have the male and female to give a really good life to a child. They, they, one is not more important than the other. They are very, they have to come together, which I love because that's really what we need to focus on as spiritual beings, as, as humanity to just realize like nurturance has lost its place. Right. And it's a fundamental value and it's a fundamental need to feel nurtured by what we eat, by what we do, by how we feel, by who we share with, by what we're contributing, what's contributing back to us. I mean, it's huge. And it's, I love, I love that you brought this up because I just feel like it's so important for us to get away from that depletion and make that an important priority to bring nurturance back to ourselves through practices like we've been talking about, especially for those of you that are kind of new to this conversation, which is really cool because this is a clairvoyant conversation with two practical people, which is so good <laughs> because it really is. It's, it makes it norm, you know, to realize like this is just because we could, you know, you see more about the evolution and you're able to tune in with the different levels of a person. So can they. Now you may not be clairvoyant, but you definitely have the ability to focus on yourself and then different levels. So I'm just so grateful. We had this conversation. You're amazing. I'm really excited to share every, share you with everybody. You guys, her links are all going to be um, available in the description. You can definitely connect with Clara. She's amazing. And just, you can see a very practical dynamic 
woman of the of the spiritual realm and the energy healing realm so very excited is there any closing notes like you want to share with people I mean, I would say, uh, no matter what is going on outside of your world and whatever, mm. whatever chaos, whatever waves that you feel like is hitting you right now, know that mm. all is malleable, all is changeable. And as long as you can oh, bring the focus back within. And what I mean by that is really pay attention to your body, mm. to your emotions, to your mind, what's happening. Just paying attention will shift you in ways that you could never, ever imagine. And I'm no special person and you are no special person, Lisa. We're just, we're incredibly special and we're also not special. We're all, that's, right. we're, we're, that's dualistic, the feminine, masculine, the evil, right. the, the good, all of, really yeah. all of it exists. And so that, the two extremes and everything in between were all of that. So can we just accept ourselves the way we are, even if we don't change anything? bringing acceptance and love mm. to that inner child to that person that still exists in us that wants to be happy that mm. wants to be good and peaceful so good just trying so good. to do that on a daily basis make a practice of it if necessary one if you it. change one little thing already it's it's something it is something and like that's a great permission statement so all of you now have permission to like dive into yourselves okay <laughs> <laughs> we want to offer that like please it'll be the greatest blessing that you give yourself you know it really will so thank you so much for hanging out and i definitely want you to come back on the show so we can blast out some clairvoyant fun <laughs> and go to another level in the conversation i'm so happy to introduce you to everybody and uh you're just wonderful i deeply appreciate the way you think the way you've uh, developed yourself in this this realm of work that we share you're just extraordinary and i'm so grateful and happy that you're out there doing what you're doing because we really need that we really need you you know thank you so much so thank you for being here thank you so much and we'll see you all really soon bye yes bye